Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Hello. My name is Mark, and once again, I am joined by Jackie. Hello. Hi. And I'm also joined by Miles. Hello. This is a podcast that talks primarily, ostensibly, about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV anime that started in 2012. Uh, but we are all caught up. We've done podcast episodes about the entire caught TV. Up. Got me feeling. Mm. Uh, we've covered all of the TV anime. We've covered the OVAs from the 90s and, and thousands. We've covered that live action Rohan TV drama. That we've you done made. it all except Maybe the mangas. Yeah, we haven't, we haven't podcasted about manga yet. It might happen. Um, but you can find all of our old episodes on anchor.fm slash jjbpod. Uh, and by the way, there's apparently like, I don't know if it's only in the Anchor app, but you can leave us voicemails. That's, oh. That's an Anchor feature. So really? If you want, you could do that. Where do you leave uh, a voicemail? I don't know. I've seen like this thing where they're like, they had a button where it's like, let listeners let your listeners leave you messages and i was like yeah and then i think i've oh, seen it oh i see it yeah so you go to anchor.com dot sorry anchor.fm slash pod, wow. and there's a button called message and you click that and that is where you record the message yeah you don't have to but you can um anyway uh and on twitter if you want to find us there we are at jjbpod and if you're like, why would I want to contact you on Twitter? Why would I want to follow you? Well, listen to the rest of this podcast and you'll be like, wow, what talented, insightful people. Anyway, so while we're waiting until December when JoJo uh, Part 6 Stone Ocean will commence, Woo! which we're all very excited about, we've been watching other anime. And uh, this week, we are watching something that was uh, sponsored by one of our Patreon supporters. We're going to be talking about the first four episodes of Aku no Hana, or Flowers of Evil, uh, which you can find on Crunchyroll, or VRV if you have that. Because I think we technically watched the High Dive listing of this show and not Crunchyroll, just because it said that it was rated as TV Mature instead of 17. Mm. But I doubt it actually has any cut or uncut content. Wait, we watched the 17 one or the Mature? mature? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Yeah. But before we talk about Aku no Hana and get into the, the controversy around that show, we should first take a stop. Controversy. In our uh uh Emails of I Evil. I really I really thought I got Emails of Evil? Yeah. Okay. Emails of Evil's good. That's good. Okay. Flower, flowers of email. Ooh. Flowers of email is pretty good. I was gonna. I was trying to think of something that would go with B for bloom. You know, like inside a flower. Mm. I guess blossom would be the word, but I couldn't figure it out. I don't know what B and talk would be. What's like a B word for talking or conversation? There's nothing. Boast. Or boast. Blabbing. Blossom? Blabbing blossom. Yeah. Blah blah blossom. Or blabber blossom. Blah blah blossom. These are emails sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. And this week, we only have one email. Everyone else probably went, I never heard of this show, or they looked at the thumbnail and went, what the fuck? You guys should watch it. It's weird. It's weird? Watch it. And may guys, maybe watch, shut up and watch it. Maybe it's good. Because and then come back. The other hey, thing we should tell up. you is- shut up. <laughs> shut up. And shut up. It. Shut up. In <laughs> Go watch it. In, in two weeks, we will be probably, yeah, 
two episodes from now, we will be watching the next four episodes of this show. Uh, and then we're stopping. Don't worry. We're not yeah. going to keep doing this. This was a Patreon pick, and uh, we got two, double the pay to, to do uh, two episodes of this, or two podcast episodes of this. Yeah, we got... Making it rain. We got bossed around. Yeah, we did get bossed around. But we invite that. Mm. We're nasty. Um, yeah, anyway, daddy. Uh, this email is from Chad. And the subject line is the bloomers of naughtiness. Aloha JJB pod Ohana. I don't think I'd ever heard of this week's anime or the manga it's based on or the book of poems it gets its name from before. Mm, true. The choice of rotoscoped animation is definitely way different than most of the other anime I can remember from 2013. I'm pretty sure Moe was still in full bloom. A quick glance at the My Anime List forum entries for Flowers of Evil from 2013 tell me it was very decisive. Is that the right term? Decisive? It divisive? Be... It's probably divisive. Yeah, unless, Miles, does that make sense in that context? Decisive? It's, it's probably divisive. I don't think so, but I would have to look at the quick, at the My Anime List forum entries. Probably divisive. Oh, I, w- I would say divisive is the right term. Yeah. Because I did look. Not decisive, but anyway, divisive. Anyway. I feel like after investing myself a third of the way through, I need to watch all the way through as the stakes seem to get higher for the main characters and there's no way this is going to end well for anyone. Mm. Here are the JoJo voice connections I found for Flowers of Evil. Main antagonist Nakamura has the same voice actor as the upcoming Foo Fighters from Stone Ocean. Kasuka's father has a voice actor with a double JoJo credit. Uh, I've got Wang Chung from part one and the Sardinian fortune teller from part five. Chad included a picture. I don't really remember this guy. No, I don't remember him either. I think he's like in an alley and Giorno approaches him. Uh, it might be Bruno. I don't know. Yeah, probably in the beginning. Oh, it's yeah. The beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember this. All right. You could be faking for all I know. I like vaguely remember. Yeah. Uh, oh, he has a link. But anyway. No, uh, it's near the end or something. Is it? It's like that episode in between... Yeah, I'm opening like right it now. Right before the final episode. It's oh. it's Dopio. Dopio. Oh, him. it's Dopio's thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Mayu Mayu, the girl who gets her lunch money stolen, uh, is the same voice actor as Raimi, the ghost girl from part four. Mm. And the homeroom teacher, Shimomiya, has the same voice actor as the voice of Straits from JoJo part one and two. Hope everyone is doing well. Stay safe and be good. Mahalo. No, damn it. Mahalo. Mahalo, Chad. You too, Chad. P.S. It's not December yet, is it? No, No, it's it's not. not. No, it is not. So is this, you think Stone Ocean is going to be like Christmas time? I don't know. I think usually Netflix puts new shit up on like December 1st, right? On like. Mm, I don't know. On like the first of the month. You pay rent. You watch Netflix. I don't think it's on the first. Or you pay your Netflix bill. It's on random. Watch Netflix. They might do bi-monthly, Jackie, because I know billing. What's Miles? Bi-monthly billing is that what you're talking about? No, I think Netflix puts up. They do put up some stuff in the middle of the month, maybe. But I believe that that I think Seinfeld is coming to Netflix October first. I know it's definitely coming next month, and we're gonna we're gonna watch all of Seinfeld. Is there a Seinfeld anime? No, I mean, I I do think uh, that part four of JoJo's is pretty close. You know, you've got all kinds of zany <laughs> characters. 
you know, there's that one stand user who uh, walks around the apartment naked and really annoys Josuke. It's the one who has man hands that erase stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway, Seinfeld is October 1st, but I could be wrong. Maybe not everything comes out on the 1st. All right. Uh, let me take a, a quick drink of water. Do you Are you all hydrated? Do you all have mouth? Yes, mouth. Oh, yeah. Thank you for saying it. I have, I have mouth. Yeah, I think that should be a thing that when I say, do you all have mouth? You all say mouth. <laughs> mouth. Feels weird. Mouth. You could go, nose. <laughs> I don't know what you would do besides drinking water to clear your nose out, but yeah. I can't. It's too funny. Okay. You'll be okay. Okay, there is a visual novel of Seinfeld. Called the Senpai. Oh, that's what? awesome! What should we watch send, it? I'll send. Well, we don't watch I'll it. We have to play it. Games. Oh, please do. Yeah. I hope there's roots. It oh, it's a visual novel. Yeah. We can watch someone. We can watch a let's play. We could make a let's play. We could play it on our stream. We could play it on our stream. Uh oh yeah. Let's talk about Patreon, folks. Listen, everybody. We have a Patreon because we're a podcast that's mildly successful. Some might say. If you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you can support the show for as little as one goddamn dollar a month. That's it. That gets you access to the Patreon feed. Uh, you can read Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter. You can look at the extra Which this posts. week includes a picture of us recording this podcast in real life. Yes, you get the occasional BTS uh, picture or video. BTS? Behind the scenes. Okay. No pop group. Okay. That's not uh, what it means anymore, Mark. Yeah, it's not. What do you mean? It means the pop band now. They've yeah. appropriated it. No, no, no. I'm saying when I say BTS, I mean behind the scenes, not pop group. You can't do that. No, but I'm saying it doesn't exist anymore as behind the scenes. That phrase doesn't even exist anymore. BTS only means the group. What? Yeah. Well, you, you can't use. It you for could just say else. like in the background, no or happening. No, where you can't see I'm it. I'm pretty sure behind I'd the like, scenes, the phrase is over. No, I'm pretty sure in like the film industry, people still say it. Like if you see someone on set walking no, around the, with a still, the camera, film industry is also over. By the way, you go, you go. Oh, <laughs> are you doing BTS? Is that is that for BTS? And you go, yeah. You don't go. Oh, I'm yes. Yeah, I'm going they're to the, referring the, to the Korean concert. pop group. <laughs> oh, I guess coincidentally, every time I've seen it, they were walking through the set in New York. Looking to take photos of the Korean pop group. Mm. Hmm. Okay, I guess I missed that coincidence. Anyway, I've been on like two sets, whatever. I need to log into Patreon.com myself. I'm logged in there, baby. Did you listen to Donda yet, Miles? Pardon? Did you listen to Donda yet? Oh, no, I have not listened to Donda yet. Should I? I, yeah, I'd be interested to hear your takes on it. I am finding that most people disagree with me, and so I'm giving it another listen. Oh, people like it? People like it. All right. Not most people, but like the people I know, like three or four people I've, I've uh, queried, mm-hmm. I've been like, no, I'm kind of feeling it. Okay. I'm boycotting Kanye West. I don't like him anymore. That's well, fair. I never liked him. I never liked him, so. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. You're like uh I think I like, no, see, I, I used to like him as a person, but I didn't really like most of his music. And now I don't like his music, or I like his music less, and I don't like him as a person anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, you don't know him personally. That's true. So I don't know his life. Only God can judge him. This is true. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're like one of those people who's like, well, I'm not watching the Olympics this year. And you're like, do you ever watch the fucking Olympics? No. Well, the answer to like, that is no. also no. I do. I, don't I love watch, the Olympics. I don't watch the Olympics. I, I have found that I enjoy the Olympics a lot if I watch clips. Yeah. Because then like NBC mm. or whatever, they put on their YouTube all the good shit. I don't have to watch a bunch of boring assholes swimming. No offense to swimmers. Boring <laughs> assholes. Boring Speaking assholes. Of swimming. I was yes. very motivated to to like make Quincy good at swimming because I feel like people who are good swimmers like they feel confident in their bodies because they're like half mm. naked all the time, and they, <laughs> you know, that seems like it'd be good. But the swim meets take forever. I've heard, oh. so I'm reconsidering. Well, you should get him comfortable with swimming so that he can have a good time when he goes to the beach or the pool or if he goes to camp. Yeah. Because. Mm. Just put him in swim lessons. If you don't do that and he's scared of swimming, then his his summers kind of suck <laughs> ass. Mark is speaking from experience. No, a friend of mine told me this. Mark, Mark's friend is no, him. No, I, I didn't have this problem. Mark's his own friend. No, someone I know from Canada told me about this. Anyway, <laughs> Mark's girlfriend in Canada. That's right. <laughs> Who totally My exists. girlfriend from Jewish day camp. Yep. I did not go to Jewish. Actually, I guess all the Jewish camps are usually sleep away. I think, don't most people that go to camp, aren't they Jewish anyway? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's just if from living in. I've only met people. The only people that I know that have been to camp are Jewish. <laughs> are just members of my family. Just yeah. people who, yeah. who are my cousins. Um, no, I think that like in New York, New York and New Jersey, we have a lot of Jewish people and Jewish run summer camps, but uh, I, I think it's a pretty national thing. Okay. Listeners, write in and tell me about your camp if you went to a camp when you were younger or if you're still a child and you're still going to camp or as a teenager. if you prefer sleepaway camp to day camp or vice versa. Hmm. I don't know, even know what the fucking different... What is? What are those things? Day camp means you sleep at home. You come home every afternoon. Your parents pick you up. Oh, that's, that's just fucking daycare. Uh, well, yeah, but it's... it. But it is more like... But you're not like... Uh-huh. My sister worked at one of those. Yeah, I went to one every summer of my camp. childhood. Oh, you didn't sleep at camp? No. Oh. I never did sleep away camp. I didn't want to. Oh. But I don't know if my parents wanted me to either. I don't remember ever having that like pushed on me. We did mm. have a family member who ran a camp, so I feel like it was probably an option, but mm. I don't know. Okay. This has been Camps Around New York and New Jersey. This has been Adirondack Round Table. Probably in the Adirondacks. No, or the Catskill Mountains, which, as we know, are, basically are further south. Are the same thing. We, no, we confuse them. The Catskills are further south in New York State. Hey, listener, do you like anime? <laughs> well, stay tuned. Is there a camping anime? <laughs> I'm sure there is. I don't have to look, and yes. Um, anyway, so $1 gets you access to the Patreon feed with some extra content on there. Uh, $3 gets you the same exact goddamn thing, but we will also thank you out loud on the podcast like so. Thank you so much to Caleb, Lord Zendar, Jumbo, Katie, Bloof, Dylan, Nocturnal, Leah, Kenny, Caden, Nick, Austin, Tim, Tyler, Martin, Michael, Christian, and Chad. You all make this show Fiscally responsible? Solvent? Thank you. Thank you. I don't know what the term is, but thank you very much. I have gratitude. You I don't help know if us it's justify solvent. You help us justify 
this podcast to our parents. Yeah, that's right. And we it think they bought it. certainly makes me more motivated to do it. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Listeners, continue to give money so that Miles... So, so Miles doesn't quit. <laughs> so, that, so that Miles's motivation actually appears on the surface for us to notice. Um, anyway, I'm mostly kidding. That's not shade. All right, I think that's that, Mattress Man. Do you all want to talk about uh, Akunohana? There's no JoJo news, really. Nope, just no. counting down to December. They're still doing that JoJo's World pop-up thing that seems kind of eh, and Pita Pata Pop is coming to an end. That's I, I don't know if we said all that on the pod. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. So I stopped playing. As soon as they announced the end, I was like, I don't care about this. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, I have Miles. some JoJo news. Go for it. I was in New York City, and I went to the Strand Bookstore, Uh huh. and I looked at some JoJo manga. Oh, nice. Which do you know? Do you remember which ones you looked at? It was. It went up to part Josuke. Part four. Oh, so you were looking at the English? I guess yeah. They probably don't have Japanese shit at the Strand, right? Why would he be looking yeah. at the Japanese one, Mark? Whenever I'm in the city <laughs> and I look at JoJo manga, it's because I went to fucking Kinokuniya or Book Off or something. I forgot that. <laughs> you forgot that in American bookstores they have like. English. Well, JoJo's Japanese. Look, statistically speaking, the odds that you read a manga in Japanese is just higher than in English. You know, if you think about all the manga books uh, out there, uh-huh. most of them are in Japanese. But in the US, we mostly sell books in English. I don't know anything about the Strand books. Okay. I know nothing about them except for the fact that they tried to turn it into a culturally significant landmark, but the owner didn't want to be a part of that. And uh, the owner has not really been pro union, even though they have one. Uh, I didn't see Katie Seagal read part of her memoirs on the second floor. You know, I just happened to be there, by the way. I didn't go out for like a Katie Seagal memoir moment. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't know who she is. Thought it was boring. What is this? Katie Seagal was on Married with Children is the voice of Lilu from Futurama. Oh, her. She has two eyes in real life. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fun fact. Speaking of real life, we watched an anime this week. That looked just like it. That looked just like real life. That looked just like real life. It did. Yeah, I don't... What is grammar? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we watched Akunohana or Flowers of Evil. And if you're listening to this without having watched it or seen any bits of it... You should watch... You should at least... You should watch it. You should check it out. Yeah, we recommend that as number one. But if you're on like a train and you're like, what are the JJB pod people doing? The listener who recommended it or forced us to watch it, actually. Forced. Uh, described it as a wiki how uh, if it was animated because that's the art style <laughs> yeah um, which is like true if a wiki how <laughs> was like extremely long that's called like how to fuck up your middle school life yeah and it was like hundreds of steps long and it involves a lot of weird shit yeah um, because yeah this was done through the process as Chad mentioned of rotoscoping mm-hmm. which is actually a very old technique uh, where you film something and then you draw the frames by hand. Mm. Now, obviously, you don't draw every frame because that would take fucking forever. Because there's, at minimum, when you look at something like motion media, it's 24 frames per second, mm-hmm. which is a lot. Usually TV does 30. So, you know, they didn't quite do that much. And when you watch anime, you know, you're never watching super smooth animation. Your brain kind of connects everything. But this stands apart. 
because it just it's all like regular people with regular proportions. It's, it's not it's not anime style really. Yeah, regular eye sizes, mm. regular hair colors for the most part. Uh, they all look pretty similar in terms of their attire. Obviously, you know we're watching something about school, so yeah, you know they're all wearing the same school uniforms. Um, and to some degree, listen. Well, it it came out in uh 2013 this anime uh and it was by a studio with a weird name i think it's like zexy or some shit sounds like one of those uh obscure nes games you know what i mean you know what i mean whatever no okay well uh so yeah this is based it's, oh yeah it's by zexcs i don't know they apparently don't always rotoscope so i don't know why they did this uh, it came out in 2013, which was towards the tail end of the manga run, which was from 2009 to 2014 by somebody named Shuzo. Post 9-11. Yes. By a long shot. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, this person, uh, Shuzo Oshimi, who I tried to see if any, any manga they did would uh, leap out to me as familiar. Uh, nothing did, but I did like that they have done a manga called Drifting Net Cafe. As though like the whole like drifting classroom and, you mm. know, dissolving, vanishing classroom is just, I like the idea of a net cafe that drifts. Um, and and the manga itself is, as it explicitly states, somewhat based on or inspired by Baudelaire's book of poetry and prose called Flowers of Evil. Um, Le Fleur du Mal. Is that it? I was wondering. Um, thank you for that. Uh, which is from, I don't know, hundreds of years ago, about the 18th century or something? Hundreds of ass years ago. The mid-19th century. Okay, not that many hundreds. Uh, and there was also no. a live-action movie adaptation of the manga that came out in 2019. So, very recently. So, mm. if it's rotoscope, does that mean, like, they, so they had actors perform these things filmed that and then animated that so that's my impression i didn't look to see if they had like cast listings you know that explained like who did the actual motion mm. capture mm. because mm -hmm. one i didn't think of how to look that up but but two it's like interesting because on one hand i'm like well then why do it as animation yeah, if you're going to film it anyway. But it's the, right. that's that's the stylistic choice that they wanted for the anime. It's definitely that. And it's also that I think you could then have actors act anywhere and you don't have to worry about multiple sets. You just put mm. them in front of a green screen or something. Mm. And you tell them, hey, you're in a classroom. Here's a chair and a table because you're in a shot where you're just on top of Casca's desk, you know, and you're talking to mm -hmm. him. But then you don't have to go outside to the street and film people there. You just draw a background. Yeah, well... It also, um, it's not just like the realistic stuff. Like there's the, the, there's the like school, like the kind of drama that's happening, but then there's also kind of like surreal stuff, like the flower that we keep seeing. Yeah. But I don't think that's rotoscoped. That right. looked like regular digital animation. Well, yeah. Right. So I'm answering the question of why this isn't just live action. It's because they will, they want to also be able to draw, um, weird stuff. And I, I would understand that because, you know, there's that argument that like with animation, everything looks equally real, you know, CGI mm -hmm. is not like obvious or whatever, but 
this flower did look different from the rest of the stuff to me. Yeah. You know, the little flower they show blooming occasionally. Mm-hmm. Way too many times in episode one, I have to say. Um, but yeah, if anything, I can begrudgingly understand that it was like to make this kind of unsettling. Right. And I think also like, you know, they, they're not drawing every detail you know like they're they're choosing what detail to draw and so it's like it's kind of like a it's like realistic but it's like more it's an unsettling because it's not realistic you know like people people are like missing their whole faces like you know when when they draw like you know kids walking to school and stuff yeah which is what they do in regular anime as well when somebody's like out of focus in the background they have no face but you don't notice it as much in this and this i noticed it i was like oh that's weird well they did that stupid long shot where they have these two characters that are the only subjects in the frame walk from far away with no face and then as they get closer they draw their faces in it was that was multiple characters it was like multiple Uh, kids walking to school pairs were they trying to demo it were they going to be like look it's going to be weird we're going to have stuff in the background with no face and it's poetic yeah. I guess. And then I, the music was very minimalist too. Yes. I like the music in this show. Um, especially the opening and endings. Mm-hmm. The ending's good. The ending's weird. great. I'm glad you like the it. The ending freaked me out when it first came on. Yeah. Yeah. It's it because it, it it's one of those things where it starts during the end, sort of like JoJo's mm-hmm. roundabout, but it starts with like two or three strangely harmonized voices, just mm-hmm. kind of staggeringly staccato saying phrases and so it's it's very creepy a flower has bloomed yeah it's never been seen before there is no flower <laughs> we shouldn't see it it shouldn't have opened it was definitely there you put that all in your notes i just i just took some notes on what the wow. ending said because i liked it it uh, has my attention the it, weird outro yeah and like on one hand i said on one hand already um and, and i can understand <laughs> hand the other hand on my i many have so hands. many hands yeah. I, if listener if you don't pay for the patreon and you can't see the behind the scenes picture uh the goddess shiva and i look like that with with regard to hands uh anyway <laughs> it, it kind of is like interesting that we, we're not having fantastical animation you know with characters like getting surprised and like leaping out of their seats you know or mm-hmm. like the background turns into like darkness with a lightning bolt through it when someone is like shocked or something but and it is kind of fun to realize that like what's happening in this show isn't like out of the question impossible Mm -hmm. for real life this to some degree could happen and so it's interesting that all this drama and tension is in the air when we're not seeing stuff exaggerated you know and in some ways we're seeing stuff like stripped down visually Mm -hmm. and uh we're not seeing those extra flourishes Mm mm-hmm so that contrast. If you think kind about it, works. it's like kind of a m- mundane idea. Yeah, because I read the description and I thought it was going to be. I mean, look, we're only four episodes in. It's apparently a thirteen-episode series. I don't know how ridiculous it gets, but I thought there was going to be a much more lurid, harmful act, and then much crazier, like "you need to do what I say" kind of acts. I, th- I think it's all pretty crazy. That I thought he was going to listen to, too. He doesn't, like, listen to her the first, like, three times. I think it's pretty... I think it's pretty crazy. I think it's... Yeah, I think it's all pretty crazy. Well, I mean, I expected, like... I don't know. If... if well, you it's, know, like, realistic. It's you like have to not, go high-five it, a train or it's something. It's, like, not so... It's it's realistic. It's, yes. like, not so insane or, like, um, you know, what he does is not so bad that we can't, like, relate to him a little bit, you know? Yeah, but I'm saying... Because it's, like, a moment of... I don't know. 
where he doesn't control himself. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is like, I I at least maybe would have thought like to make something like this worth like an anime viewer's time, you'd have to exaggerate all the emotions and stuff mm-hmm. in the animation. You know, like Death Note does that in the comic and the TV show because you have these scenes where characters are just thinking of what the other character is thinking, mm. you know? And so they draw it in an anime style, like a, where they exaggerate it and do these like exaggerated angles and stuff. Or when characters think, the background is like weird. So it's 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 cool. I guess it's admirable that all this tension is happening mm. despite it feeling like a realistic thing. Yeah. I guess. We get that in movies. Yeah, I guess stuff. it's like you're saying, they're saying like, you know, real life is dramatic enough and you don't need to play it up. Mm. Yeah. That's what like, I think. If there's a statement to be made here, because otherwise I feel like the uncanny valleyness of it, because it's like almost like looking at a real image, mm. but it's kind of stuttered, you know, the way animation obviously is. And sometimes it's hard to make out the faces. Mm-hmm. Like the, all of that uncanny weirdness where your brain is kind of freaking out, like that's a different creepiness to me than like the creepiness of what Nakamura Mm -hmm. is doing and what Kasuga Mm -hmm. has done Mm -hmm. so it it almost feels to me like a besides the point like let's just make the the viewer uncomfortable no I think it all works really well together I I I accept that but to me it 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 almost didn't feel necessary but I admire them trying something different um and they also both the the opening and the ending are non-traditional as well, I think. What did you guys think of the opening? Let's start with. Yeah, it's very jarringly different from the tone of the show. It's like sort of an upbeat pop song. Mm. But he's saying, and then she, it's, it turns into a lady in episode four, but they're saying negative stuff, right? Like even though it's upbeat. I feel like they, they like remember. in episode <laughs> four, remember. we only got the romanized Japanese like subtitles so i don't know what she's saying but she says hentai san at one point and she says like so mushi or something she's like she's throwing a lot of dirty words out there and she's not the most amazing singer so that felt to me like another layer of like let's be a little bit uncanny here where it's like this is an anime theme but it doesn't quite match the show it seems happy but with them what they're saying is kind of negative and the ending is also very unsettling um as I said, it's kind of like stuttered out and it's multiple voices layer, layered on top of each other. And it's an odd rhythm, but it's, it's cool. It's kind of good. Um, So yeah, it's like this show's tale feels lower stakes than most of the anime we watch. It's a good creepy mood. I like I like the mood. Yeah. With the music and the um, with the art and the themes around it it's like a good i think that it all matches because it's all it, it the themes match the art and mm. the music yeah it's just like I, there's this part of my brain that keeps wanting to search for like some kind of meaning you know like a meaningful choice behind why they did rotoscoping aside from just saying it is unsettling you know i don't know why but i feel like i want a philosophy to be like it's because of the contract they have is like this thing that's like higher and or like something that that like Casca is a liar and he's living like a fake life and so therefore the animation is like acting like a near perfect imitation of real life footage but it isn't. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like I keep wanting this like idea behind why they went this route. 
I should really just find a fucking interview. They're not going to explain it in the show, but. Miles? Oh, you want like a real world reason for it? Uh, In our, in artistic reason. But like one that the, the makers provide rather than like, like our interpretation of like why. Oh, no, no. If you can interpret it, but I, if you can interpret it as well, I'll take anybody's anybody's input, but I just don't feel satisfied by the idea of this is a weird show, it's a creepy situation, and so the animation is weird and creepy because it's almost real life, but it isn't. You know? If there was more visual stuff, like if they took these real-looking rotoscope drawings and then they, like, bleeded into, like, other creatures or they, like, turned into flowers or something, then I'd be like, okay... I get it, because now my brain was thinking I'm looking at real people, but forgetting they're animated. But instead, I'm like, well, you almost just shot a TV show, a live-action TV show. You know? Mm. Or, like, there's a lot of traditionally drawn anime that we've seen that is creepy and unsettling. So, yeah. not to spoil it, but, like, yeah, people on, a lot of people online hated this. They hated the way this looked. Mm. And some people accused it of being lazy, but I don't think this was lazy. You sent us a link of uh, people hating it or whatever, but it was like a, a forum link. Yeah. And uh, I, I read a little bit and it seemed like a lot of people were looking forward to it because they read the manga. Right. And so if you're used to the manga and the manga, uh, it, it seems had regular anime yeah. art. Yep. So, um, you know, if you're like interpreting the manga, but you're making the art, you're making a different artistic choice then like i can see fans of the manga being like annoyed like oh well i was looking forward to seeing the manga faithfully adapted you know if only they had a reasonable tone like yours though what that's the thing is i was trying to put myself in those shoes but then reading what people wrote i'm like no they didn't they didn't actually think that though people just really wanted to see an anime ass anime and they didn't get it but it was pointed out too that like the character designs in the original manga are not all that they're not all that interesting you know Mm. If you took all of the flair of like a JoJo character, mm-hmm. right? And then you shoot like uh, fucking Fugo and his shirt is just like a solid one piece of fabric and his hair isn't like that interesting and mm-hmm. stuff. I'd understand people being pissed. They're like, you took all the imagination and all the intrigue and you reduced it. But like this show is, it doesn't involve fantastical elements so far that we know of. And the character designs aren't super interesting from what I've seen of the manga. And looking at Nakamura in the comic, I was like, oh, they actually nailed it. Mm. This would be like super exciting in a way if I saw somebody like nail the look of Jotaro or Mm. Joseph, you know, I'd be like, who's the actor? I want to know who they are. Like who actually did the photo capture? Because they look good, you know, Mm -hmm. who are they? But I also understand that if you read a manga and then wanted to see those drawings come to life, you're not going to get that. Mm -hmm. And that might be disappointing. Do you guys want to read some uh, reviews? We haven't even talked about the show. Sure. What is even it, what is it even about? Okay, I guess we should we should read. We should talk about the show. Uh, who wants? Who thinks they can summarize the show between the two of you? You can do it, Miles. Yeah, Miles, you got it. Okay, I'll try. So I think the whole tension of the show is that this guy Casca is like a regular middle school student. Well, he's not regular. He loves reading, particularly the book Flowers of Evil by Baudelaire. But he has a crush on this girl. I forget her name. Uh, Sayaki. Uh, who cares? Psyche. Sayaki. 
psyche. Um, and one day he has to go back to school because he forgot his copy of flowers of evil. He notices that psyche's gym clothes have fallen out of their cubby and he takes them out. And in a moment of panic, like he hears somebody might stumble in on him, like fondling this girl's gym clothes. He stuffs them in a shirt and runs home. And he's spotted by this like crazy girl who sits behind him and she attempts to hold it over him. Yeah, I think that's a decent a decent summary of it. It's also like everyone in school knows about this because the next day um mm. the next day the teacher like announces that um Sayaki's uh, clothes were missing from her gym bag. It's not like he took the whole bag and her bag was missing. He took the clothes specifically. So it's like, okay, someone was messing with her clothes and took them. Um, and also like in, in Japan, for whatever reason, like your gym clothes are like tiny little shorts that look like boy shorts, you know? So it's like close to stealing someone's underwear, I think. Um, and Jackie, you were actually wondering if maybe they didn't wear underwear? Yeah, I was like, I don't know if they even wear underwear under those because it's like wearing underwear. They're just like little tight shorts. So I don't know. But isn't that gross then if they like leave them in school the whole time? Like if you're not going to wear underwear, you got got to wash them all the time. Well, maybe you, you are supposed thinking to bring about them home, hygiene. But yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Maybe they do wear underwear then, but still like they those, those things probably get dirty easily because they're gonna get all sweaty and stuff maybe she forgot to take it home like she left it by mistake you know because you don't carry your gym clothes around you with like around with you the whole time while you're switching classes and stuff um so so maybe she forgot but anyway so the whole whole class uh knows about it and so everyone's like aware that there's like some creepo that's like that's you know stole a girl's gym clothes um um, so that's like part of it too. Like uh, if he is caught, it'll be embarrassing. It, it it like it seems like like it would just be really bad because <laughs> like everyone would know and she would know and he would lose like any kind of uh, I don't know. He would he would have uh, like the girl the girl who he likes will think he's a creep and also everyone in class will think he's a creep and he'll probably just be bullied forever. Yeah. And no girl will like him. <laughs> and they and they took great pains to make this like the most sympathetic w- way to steal someone's cl- like clothes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's like the most sympathetic panty snatcher ever. Because like he didn't want to, like he wanted to do it. But it then wasn't he, like, like tried first to, degree. He tried to stop himself. It was kind of weird though because he was like when he tried to stop himself, he was like, "No, what are you doing? I'm not going to do this." And then he like turns around and goes back. Um. And it's all it's he's like talking to himself like no stop but like he's his hands are still moving and so I was like is he possessed? But no, he was just like no, I can't possibly do as he's like doing it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I didn't like look too deeply into Flowers of Evil by Baudelaire, but if it's actually like based on it, I wonder if there is a character who steals somebody's underwear or something in the book. And if that's the case, then I don't know how the fuck he fell into this. You know I, what I mean? <laughs> I looked up the book and it's a collection of poems. So it's a lot of different poems. Um, it's not like a a like consistent story or anything like that. It's a collection of poems. 
and um they the themes are kind of about um people's you know kind of like the 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 it seemed like it was like kind of like dirty things about people like the the yeah. guilty pleasure kind of thing or like you know that kind of stuff so like perversions and acting on evil and that kind of thing yeah. and so that's why he, like he he the boy says like the clothes were his flowers of evil you know yeah. so flowers of evil is one of the poems in the i think is one of the poems in the book okay yeah because i'm hoping that there's not like i think there's some sections where they do have characters and it's not just like abstract poetry and no, I, I think it is just poetry but well, poetry a, doesn't have to just be abstracted. You could have yeah. a poem that tells a tale, right? Right, right. You could have and a poem about a person. And if the tale involves someone yeah. stealing clothes, then it's like, how did he make all these mistakes? Yeah. But huh. yeah, for me, it was just like, if they, if they made it like, so the thing is, if you just hear the short, which is like, this guy stole her gym clothes, mm-hmm. you'd be like, ew, what a pervert. Mm-hmm. And you might even picture him bragging about it or like sniffing it, being like, ah. Yeah, master- you know, and, masturbating. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I was gonna leave that out, but okay, it's better that you said it. Okay. Um, well, we all know that that's what a pervert would do. Yeah, wearing it on <laughs> your head while jerking off. You know, whatever. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, and uh, but of course, when we see him, he's kind of like, oh, maybe I'll take it. I don't know. Oh, I heard a noise. Oh, I'll just stuff it and run because now it's in my hand. It's too hard to put it back on the bag. I'll just shove yeah. it, shove it under my shirt and leave. And and like this is good because. It's like we wouldn't want to watch a show if it was just like a panty sniffing pervert, you know? Yeah. We'd we'd like feel less encouraged to like root for him. And it also just makes it that much more like frustrating when you're watching it. And you're like, no, if you just told her in the beginning like what actually happened, yeah. Then this could be over. But like the longer it goes, the worse yeah. it seems to get. And so it adds to that sort of suspense and also just cringiness this sort of just secondhand embarrassment mm-hmm. of it i'm not saying that you know I, I feel like normally i would say i don't like secondhand embarrassment but it's not like that it it does feel more like tension mm-hmm. the fact that mm-hmm. it's really tense yeah yeah and um yeah as as the episodes go on he starts to be able to actually talk to the girl he has a crush on and so he's like getting closer to her while still having to keep the secret from her uh, Can I just say... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Like, the other thing that adds to it is, like, yeah, he's not a pervert. Like, it actually is, like, like a telltale heart situation almost because it, it yeah. drives him... Like, he's so... Mm, he's uh, tempted. He's so regretful that he's done this. No, uh, yeah. he's, he's... Yeah, he's he's Can't definitely tempted. I've done he, this. he, like, hangs on to the gym clothes and he, like, puts them on his head a little bit. But, like, he like hates himself for having done this yeah, yeah. yeah i'm sure a lot really of perverted people and pervert acts though feel the same way yeah but the police True. never report they're like this guy who was spying on women said that he was a dirty fucking piece of shit and wishes he never did it you know one thing i noticed too is that um he keeps calling her his muse his femme fatale his venus like oh my god but he doesn't yeah so that's like cringy right but like (laughs) he doesn't really know her and i think like it's it's we get his perspective because we follow him around we don't really know anything about her we don't really know like and it's i don't think he does either we know know? we know that she's very busy with cram school she's a great student right we know that she's a good student she's busy with cram school 
and and like he thinks that she's pretty but like he doesn't really know her you know what i mean yeah. like it's the it's the the kind of like high school crush where you like see somebody and you like them and you think that you're like in love with them which like that's like his situation like he thinks he loves her or whatever he's like, in love he's, with the idea of her exactly like he doesn't really he, know he gave her. me like yeah he gave me like milady vibes like when he's yeah. yeah. like that like she's gonna end up not being his perfect girl yeah. you know because he seems to have very low opinions of everyone else and that's why he buries himself in his books yeah you know he kind of has contempt for other people or for the world he seems like he might be the guy in the corner of the party in that one drawn meme where he just has a drink and it's like everyone else doesn't understand me mm-hmm. you know he, he feels a little <laughs> bit like that especially because like and some of this does feel like realistic just high school boy yeah general douchebag. it's very relatable though but like, him being he's like relatable. she's my muse it's like clearly yeah. something you discovered a year ago from a book or from an yeah. english class my venus <laughs> yeah um and it's also like when one of, his, one of his friends says something is like now she's got some meat on her thighs and he's like hey shut up yeah don't talk about her like that it's he's like gotta, he's got to protect her just <laughs> just stop like try to play it cool like you could yeah. ask them to stop without being like I'm going to defend this girl who doesn't know I exist. It's honor. Like, yeah. just be like, you know, either don't say anything because you're a pervert anyway and you're you're interested in her size, you freak. Or, you know, just, just sound a little less noble when being like, can we not talk about, you know, the details of her body? Mm-hmm. I'm uncomfortable. Unless, you know, for all we know, Casca talks about the other girls in the class in the grossest way possible. Anyway, uh, I don't know how I went down that road. Um, so the details of the story, we, we covered a lot of them really, but it's like, yeah, he goes to steal her clothes or he just goes to look at them because he's talking with his friends. He wants to smell them for sure. We don't know. He said they smell like shampoo. But he uh, he left his book in the, in the classroom because he's walking back with his, his uh, classmates and then he's like, Oh, I left my book behind, right? Or is that that's a different scene? No, that's why he went back to the okay. classroom. He Miles go- said this. We said this already. Oh, okay. But he, yeah, I'm, I was just going to go into more detail. Stop looking around like okay. I'm the idiot. I heard okay. him say all this. Okay. Because he left okay. out the bit that he that he. It's not like he's spotted by Nakamura and he knows it immediately. He just goes back there, you know, accidentally is like, let me look at the clothes, and then he hears something and he leaves. Yeah. But then the next day, that's when the teacher. Yes, the teacher. I know Miles said this. And I said it. Uh, announced, and Jackie said it again. Okay, I'm just going to jump ahead. Uh, yeah, so uh, Casca has no idea like that anyone spotted him. And this is sort of that moment where, because it's bad, when they cut to Sayaki, when the teacher announces this, she looks like depressed and yeah. fucked up about it. And I think that She's also like, gets to him. repo stole my underwear. Yeah. They're like literally airing her dirty laundry. Like, it was it, weird. Should this be so public? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, now, yeah, that's the thing too. How does she feel? Like not like now everyone knows that there's like some one creeping on her. I was wondering if that was like, a cultural embar- thing. I think that's like embarrassing for her. I was like, do they do this in Japan maybe mm-hmm. more? But yeah, I can't imagine anyone having the sense or lack of sense to do that in my school years. I feel mm-hmm. like it would be a poor choice for a teacher to say that because then boys or anybody could make fun of the girl. Yeah. They could be like, oh, what's so special about your fucking gym clothes that people yeah. want to steal it? Or maybe you maybe you sold it to someone. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you could, because girls do that in Japan, mm. some of them. Um, you know, you could really like spin it into something that looks poorly on her, but it doesn't seem to be the case really. Um, And then, 
Yeah, so the girl Nakamura that we've talked about, like, it's established that she's, like, out of her fucking mind, uh, or at least... She's a weird girl. Very just willful and impulsive because uh, we see that Casca's not amazing at tests. He gets, like, a 55 on a test, and the teacher's like, you gotta do better. And he calls out the highest score, which was Saiki, and then he's like, the lowest score was a flat zero from Nakamura, and then she goes up to get her test, he gives it to her, and he's like, hey, you didn't even write anything on your test, like... You know, do you think this is going to float? Like in the real world, you're not going to be able to survive. And she just says like... She calls him a shit face. She calls him like so meshy or so mushy or something like that. But yeah, she calls him a shit face or a douchebag, like a dirty name. Yeah. And he and the teacher like freezes and then yells at her uh, is like... He actually almost he hits yells, her. He yells at her, almost hits her, and then he freezes and he tells her to go see the principal or whatever. Yeah. Class. Go to the faculty room after school. And so everyone's just looking at this girl like, whoa. And then, yeah, at some point... uh Casca's like riding home on his bike and he's just like freaking out and pissed off at himself and just screaming and Nakamura gets on the back of his bike when he stops for a second near her and she's like hey uh, pedal past those mountains that's where I want to go and he's like no he tries to leave and she's just like hey uh, I saw you steal Sayaki's clothes so if you don't want me to tell everybody you're going to do what I tell you to do Mm. but he just freaks out and leaves which I thought was, he just runs away, which is great. He get, leaves her, his bike. So she can, yeah. she has his bike and he just runs away. Which I thought was realistic, you know, because yeah. I feel like in movies, not everyone like it's sometimes annoying when people immediately accept their, their new circumstances and go with it for the purposes of pacing or mm. just plot. But yeah, in real life, you'd see people who might be like have a gun pointed at them or, or have a threat yelled at them and they just would run. You know, I feel like that's realistic. Shit, I might do that. I like that you... That his like uh, his parents notice too, like as as time mm-hmm. goes on. They're yeah. Like, wait, you lost your bike. Like, wait, why do mm-hmm. you keep coming home so late? Because like, mm-hmm. it is realistic that like they would be pissed off about his behavior. Yeah. It's yeah. T- it's, I think sometimes in manga, like it's like the parents like don't even really exist sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or they use the car- the the perhaps true but like they use that trope of like oh the parents don't notice the kid you know yeah or like they're just too busy but it's like well that just makes it easy for you to write a ridiculous story you know what i mean the fact that you don't have to think about the dynamic with the parents Mm -hmm. and yeah the dad does quickly dismiss it a few times i was about to say (laughs) i i was about to say i love how like the dad is just like well he's a teen who cares (laughs) i he's at that age like i'm going to do that one day I didn't like it. It's like, like the mom was like mad at him. She was like, you need to call before you, you know, you're going to come home late. And the dad's like, oh, well, you know, he's at that age or he's a, you know, he's a teenager or whatever. And it's like, no, he should be yelled at for this. Like, even yeah. if it's like normal for a teenager, he's, it's also normal to yell at a teenager for doing that. You know, well, you don't, you don't need to yell. And, and she could have been honest because he's, he or she is like, well, honestly, we're just worried about you. And that's really so. If you're gonna miss dinner, then yeah. you gotta call us. You it's know, in, and it's inconsiderate. Like someone's yeah. making you a meal, you and they're be wa- there. and they waited for him. And you gotta, yeah. the, you gotta try to be on the same team as parents too. Ideally, yeah, yeah. But it is just like a thing where I guess the dad wants maybe to be like, let's understand him. You know, he's not necessarily going out there and doing drugs and stuff or doing it to piss us off. Yeah, I think it's also but the dad. Yeah. I think it's also the dad just kind of being like. It's it's not unusual. It's him. not unusual. It's not unusual oh, for boy. him to be doing this stuff. Uh-huh. So 
l- l- it's kind of like it's kind of like so the parents don't have to look into it anymore even yeah, though like it's cause, a little cause, bit yeah because what is happening to him is unusual like he's in a bad situation it would be nice if like someone helped him through it you know but it's just kind of like okay well this is a normal weird thing and he's not actually like in trouble you know yeah it it definitely is not quite the trope that i was saying the extent of like oh yeah the parents are never around or they don't pay attention but it's like kind of close that he's like eh, let's not think about it and yeah. the mom does keep getting concerned about it. She does yeah. keep asking him stuff when yeah. he comes home. Um, but maybe the dad was like staying out late, like looking for nudie magazines in the woods when he was a kid. Maybe there's a twist. And the dad's like, you know, I once stole a classmate's yeah. clothes. and I was a pervert. You know, this one girl saw me and forced <laughs> me to hang out with her uh, or else she'd tell her. He's like, I don't know if anything's and happened. that's your mother. And then. <laughs> That's how me and your mom met. She's the psycho who made me <laughs> write essays. Um, that's one thing I do keep hoping for the show. I'm like, maybe him and Nakamura get together. No. Maybe she's not so bad after all. She just needs to talk to someone. You know? You know what? I think she needs to uh, make his life better like uh, Yukako did for Koichi. Yeah. I think that would make... There, you could argue that was torture. On Yukako's part. No, she was making him better. Yeah, but she like forced him to she do stuff or good intentions. Or physical penalties were on the good. table. Yeah. That still doesn't mean it's not torture, <laughs> cruel, unusual punishment. You might be right, you might be wrong. Um but yeah, like so this girl then is just like weird and she's like, You have to meet me at the library. And Or I'm like, gonna tell everyone after school or I'm gonna tell everyone. And, uh, but yeah, she gets like close to him a few times and like seems almost like she's sexually interested in him. She get, It's like creepy close to him. Yeah. And I, but like in my head, I'm like, kiss her. I'm like, just, just do it. No, that would make things worse. I'm like, this is like, <laughs> this is low hanging fruit, dude. And you got to grab it. That's, that's what was going through my head anyway. But they say he's in like middle school at some point too, which I was like, maybe not. Maybe you, it's too early. Do you guys think it's better that. It was her that spotted him and not someone else. It could have been a teacher. No. It could have been Sayaki herself. It could have been one of Sayaki's friends. It could have been one of his friends. It would I have been over sooner if yeah. somebody else had spotted him. That's definitely true. Mm. That's definitely true. But if like in episode 10, uh, this is still going on, or if it, like, you know, episodes from now, this is still going on and he just like... Uh, I don't know, murders Nakamura and buries her in the woods mm. or something, then uh, this was better. Mm. Uh, because then uh, nobody knows. But uh, I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, yeah, I don't know, Jackie. My initial instinct was like, no, someone else could have seen him and just been like, ew, and then he could be like, no, I didn't. I didn't mean to or whatever. But yeah, it's like if they saw him all the way take it and shove it in his shirt and then yeah. walk home with it, It'd probably be worse, but we don't know if Nakamura is going to, at some point, out him in the worst way possible. Because that's how episode four feels when it ends. Yeah. Um. Well, I thought she was gonna. I mean, I I I thought she was gonna do that for the whole. Thing. Yeah. So. So at the, she tells him to meet her at the library. Nakamura is like, meet me at the library. Um. So she meets him, and so he meets her. Um. And she's like, make a contract with me. Um, and she's like, you know, I won't tell if you let me take something. I won't tell if you let me take something dear from you. If yeah, you let me take something dear. From well, you. that was the other thing I was like. We never it, find out what virginity? that is. Yeah, is that what it is? Um, 
and yeah, and he's saying that she, that he's going to t- he he's going to confess to her. So it's he's like I'm gonna I'm just gonna confess to her, and she's like, all right, fine, whatever. But you know, you still need to do this and this for me, or else I'm gonna tell everyone. And then um, Sayaki shows up at the library. She's like, what did you want to talk to me about? I need to go to cram school. So Nakamura called her there, and Nakamura then pushes him into her boobs, and he like his face just lands like in her boobs yeah because she pushes him once to be like go ahead tell her and he yeah. doesn't do anything because he's a little scared dope yeah and then, yeah he she shoves shinji. him hard enough he's a little shinji a little yeah. bit she shoves him hard enough that he stumbles and yeah head head face plants into her uh cleavage boobs. like right in the middle um and he kind of like hovers there for a second and she's like embarrassed um and so then she leaves um, Whereas he should have immediately been like, "Why did you push me, you freak? You teacher cursing freak? What's the deal with her? Let's get out of here. I'm so sorry about your tits. Bye. I gotta. We gotta go." He instead he just sits there <laughs> saying nothing, and I think is like, "Oh, mm-hmm. you didn't lean into her boobs. Someone pushed you, dude. Make it obvious." And then Nakamura is like, um, "How do you feel? Uh, write an essay about your current feelings by tomorrow." She wants to. She wants to read a whole essay. Yeah. About it. Uh, yeah, Miles, I don't know if you caught that because the subtitles decided to start doing the creepy song at this point. Yeah. And so they like lightning fast showed the subtitle of the dialogue. Um, maybe it's different on whatever you watched it on, but it's hard for us to understand it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, some notes on episode one, by the way. Uh, they at one point I think are talking about Army of Darkness and they call it Captain Supermarket, mm-hmm. which I was like, what? Yeah, the that fuck? was weird. Is that the name in Japan? Uh, Miles, I think you're being sarcastic, so fuck you. Um, uh, <laughs> were you being were you being I'm legit not, or what? I do think it's weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> but did you know they were talking about uh, Army of Darkness? Yeah, because you could subtitled? hear them say Army of Darkness. No, wait. I think it was... Oh, right. They say Army of Darkness, but then it says Captain Supermarket in the subtitles. I don't remember which way it was. I think that's the way it was. Okay. Okay. It turns out Army of Darkness was released in Japan as Captain Supermarket. I just opened mm. the same, yeah, same thing. In uh, in English, it's Bruce Campbell. Or it's called Army of Darkness or Bruce Campbell versus the Army of Darkness. is like an alternate title in Japan. But yeah, they also just called it Captain Supermarket. And he does Why? work... In- in a supermarket, technically. Uh, oh. The character works at, at mm. S-Mart, where mm. the, the slogan is, shop smart, shop S-Mart. Mm. Um, but anyway, also I thought to myself, did you guys think, Jackie, you told me you did, but of Waking Life and A Scanner Darkly? Yes. But, Waking um, Life. Both of those movies have similar vibes where it looks like drawn over film. Mm-hmm. But, but they're they- more surreal. Yeah, and they also don't technically trace over stuff the way that these guys probably did. They use something called interpolated rotoscoping, mm. where a computer kind of automatically does it. Oh, okay. It imagines like a frame by frameiness kind of mm. thing. I don't, I don't really understand it, but it seems like they didn't do the same kind of deal where they didn't, they didn't hand draw stuff. Yeah, this um, is like erasing detail, but while yeah. keeping like the lifelike motion of it. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, rotoscoping is used in many other anime. They just often do it for specific motions that they want to study or capture, like uh, 
the example I've seen on some blogs is from Kids on the Slope. When you see like the drummer drumming and it's like super perfectly matched in the animation, it's because they may have gotten footage of somebody drumming and they just drew over each frame that they thought was important. Mm. Um, and apparently it is kind of a custom for animation studios to deny that they do that. Mm. It's just sort of like a, no, 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 we don't rotoscope. That was all just hand-drawn by the animators, but apparently everyone does do it. Mm. So, you know, food for thought. Um, there's this scene at some point. I don't know if I'm, if I'm skipping ahead. You let me know. There's a scene at some point where one of the library visits um, Nakamura asks him to bring the clothes. No, that's later. Okay. Then what's next? You tell me what's next. Okay. So next, so that was episode two. So now episode three starts. He still has uh, her, her gym clothes and he's like, st- he like l- lays them out in front of her bed, in front of his bed and like talks to them basically. <laughs> yeah. And Jackie and I agreed that at that point he should just go full pervert and he should just use the no. clothes in some way. He should just be a freak and smell them. I don't know if I agree with that. It seems but like you don't agree. <laughs> I started to say those things and Jackie said, yeah, just just be a pervert at this point. Well, so listen, either like that, fine. But the thing is, like, no one can know that you you have to burn these clothes. You yeah. have to get rid of the evidence. Yes. You have to. You I, can't you can't be caught in with this with this in your possession now at this point it's like we're past the whole like just apologize to her kind of thing because nakamura could make it worse and you waited too long but we could still be in a phase where she can buy new clothes like yeah it it just let it be a mystery she does mystery that no one ever solves and she does buy new clothes but (laughs) but also at this point now he's hung out with nakamura a few times and it's like no it's only once twice right right i'm sorry He's about to be in a position where he hangs out with her a bunch. Whereas, like, if he just destroyed the clothes at this point, then if Nakamura was like, I'm going to tell everyone, he could be like, everyone knows you're the crazy girl. Yeah. Who, so who you, are they going to believe? You say whatever you want, and I'm ready to just be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You, you didn't take any video footage. I sit here and read my little French-ass yeah. books. Yeah. And I can, you could just be like, oh, that, that bitch is crazy. I've, I, like, never spoke to her. She's, like, obsessed with me. Right. Also. She keeps saying that she saw me took her, the clothes. I, I don't have no idea what she's talking about. And then for the rest of your middle school career, you could be like, also, I'm not into ladies. Why? I'm into dudes. So oh, I then see, people wouldn't think you stole lie. her clothes. No, that's not a good idea. I, well. Just that, make her into the crazy one because she is. She's trying to blackmail you. So fuck her. But people that might be like, we noticed you stare at Saiki a lot. Maybe you did steal the clothes. And that's when you're like, I am not interested in. No, Mark. Pleasures of the flesh. No, you can say, well, a lot of people like people and they don't do anything creepy. Hmm. Well, we see what getting what the being is, reasonable though, gets him later. I think he's too stupid to lie about this stuff. Like, he's I think very stupid. He's. I think he's like. I think if he tried, he would just seem guilty of something, you know, because he'd be like, ah, I, uh, 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 well, you know, yeah, he'd be well, too they, nervous. You they're know? exaggerating like the acting and stuff because it's animated. So, in it, like in general, they do that already when doing voice acting because you don't have the same details. But I think, especially with rotoscoping, it's hard to get like extra facial detail and stuff. So they definitely go like a lot of like, huh, wah, ch- 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 uh, uh, yeah. and then there's, there's a bunch of that, which adds to the sort of like tension. Anyway, so he was supposed to write an essay. And so he comes to school and Nakamura's like, did you write that essay? Meet me at the library. So he meets her at the library and she's like, uh, where's that essay? And he just hands her his book, his, uh, his evil fla- flowers book um flowers of evil book and she's like what the fuck is this she she's smacks like, it out of his hand yeah it's very funny 
Yeah. Because that's such like a lazy student thing to do. To be like, my project? Oh, uh, yeah. My project is literally the assignment. That's my response. Is your paper that you assigned us to? That's actually the paper. And then teacher gives you an F because you're not clever. Yeah. Don't do that. Did you guys think he was? He actually wrote an essay. No. For her. Okay. No. I, no at no point. I was. I was worried that he did, and I was like, "This dumbass is gonna like fucking produce evidence for her." <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like that's like because she had no evidence. You know, if he get if he destroys the clothes, nobody has any evidence. It's not like she. she there's a video or recording or yeah. a photograph of him with it. But like, if he writes an essay for her, then it's like, okay, well now she now she can just really blackmail you with that. Um. But um, let's see. Uh, so she's like, "What the fuck is this shit?" She's like, "I wanted to see everything pent up inside you. You probably rubbed her uniform all over your body." She wanted him to like write his like deepest, darkest, like perverted, gross, creepy guy stalker thoughts on paper, you know, um, for her because she seems to really like get off on that or something like she really yeah. mm -hmm. really is like obsessed with this idea that he's like a huge disgusting pervert and she like likes it um so he's like you know she's, she's like oh you probably rubbed her uniform all over your body and he's like no she's my muse my femme fatale my venus my maria i would never i and can't believe she didn't kick him in the balls when he started saying well, that because i would have yeah. she knocks him <laughs> she knocks him down and starts taking off his clothes this was crazy yeah watching was this was crazy. like uh, just during the scene i don't know if i made any noises but I, in my head i was like uh, no the whole time i thought she might rape him i didn't know what was gonna happen but also, me neither. How is she so strong that she can get like? It's hard to take off somebody's clothes. That was the that was a little unrealistic for me when they're fighting you. Because I it's think around hard to take somebody's clothes off. But then what she does, which is even harder, I think, yes, is she yes. forces him to wear her gym clothes. And by her, you mean psyche? Listen, yes, yes. He he forces him to put on psyche's gym clothes, and like I like, it's very hard to put pants on a toddler. <laughs> and yeah i was gonna say you would know best i think like the size of these shorts at, compared to the size yeah. of this man like it she made it look really easy yeah i mean i, guess, I would like, be interested to see like the footage of the actors doing this mm -hmm. well yeah i'm sure it's more like his play acting like he just dumbs down his flailing for a little bit because it did look like that yeah. where i was like no he should be flailing more like dude yeah. you should wiggle your whole like torso to like fucking yeah, dodge. Get, get off her and then run away. Yeah, or like, you know, because I was thinking maybe around this age, until like 13 or so, like girls are bigger than boys. Between like mm. ages like 10 and 13, like there's a gap before men, mm. well, before boys turn into men. So like women, girls, I keep forgetting that children exist and have their own yeah. specific terms. Uh, girls will be taller than a lot of the boys. I, I think there are also like some some boys that are always going to be smaller, shorter. You know, they're True. short men, right? Yeah, and, like, and she might women be women that are bigger, but like she didn't look like she was like huge and he was tiny. She might be a gigantess. Who knows? Uh, yeah, but she puts her she puts Psyche's gym clothes all on him, and I was immediately like, why isn't he taking them off immediately? Because yeah, she strips him naked. I would be in with. shock. I feel like it's like a shocking thing. Like you might for a moment just be like, what the fuck? <laughs> what like what is this person doing? What am I wearing? Like what is happening? You know what I mean? Like I think you you could just be like in shock instead of like immediately doing anything about it. Just being like, 
whoa, I'm like scared of this person. Like what yeah. is happening? And and yeah, I think I think I wrote this before she kind of says it, but I just wrote that like that she saw him do a perverted thing by stealing the gym clothes mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, he's like me. Mm-hmm. But I still kind of thought that she was attracted to him, mm-hmm. you know? And so this is her weird way of flirting is being like, come on, talk about your feelings and then trying to induce it uh, somehow. Because we, we definitely know that she's not trying to do this to punish him. I don't you know? think she's attracted to him. I think that she uh, is, she likes the idea of catching a sicko yeah. and um, having control over this pervert. I yes. think I think it's like a power trip. She kind of confirms that later. Yeah. Yeah. Um. How does episode three end? Is there anything well, interesting? Well, hold on. So then, so he, so she puts the clothes on him, and she's like, "Well, how do you feel now?" And she's like, "I've had this gnawing feeling in my lower half that everyone would turn into shit-eating maggots." And she's like, "I'm a sicko too, and you should be proud because you're going to be spending every day with me." Um, she went full sicko mode in that moment. Uh huh. Yeah. So basically the she's like you are gonna you're you have to hang out with me now yeah i'm just my notes are here are like just say that she stole it like <laughs> you know say that she stole it to pin it on him and that like he's obsessed with her um he doesn't want to be seen with her she asks him to smell his hands uh, she asks him to smell her hands she's like no no thanks so like they're hanging out now um and he, like in his head, he's like, I still have to sit here listening to her yak yak about crap. Um, you really take detailed notes because, yeah, those are the actual subtitles. Yeah. Um, and she's like, uh, oh, and she like looks at his hands and she's like, oh, I get it. You've been using this hand to rub her uniform all over your body. And he's like, no. And it's like, it's like she's just daydreaming about what he's like. She's just like, she goes home and she just thinks about what he's doing with that uniform. She's like ma- imagining him like masturbating and doing all kinds yeah, of Yeah, because for her, this is like if you were a kid who's like really into like wolves or something. And mm-hmm. then in class one day, they're like, hey, everyone, we brought a wolf into mm-hmm. school and the wolf's in the cage and you get to meet a wolf, then every day you're just going to go home and tell your parents about what the wolf did. You're not going to stop thinking about the fucking wolf. And when you see it, you're going to want to hang out with it as much. So like for her, it's like, man, like everyone here sucks. Like I would love it if there was some sadistic freak who just like murdered a bunch of people or like harassed all these girls. And then she catches what she thinks is a genuine freak. But in her mind, he's also like way worse than he is because all she saw him do and all he's like, he hasn't said anything to her that's like really gross. She just saw him you know, look through um, Psyche's bag and take the clothes. She doesn't know what he actually does alone in, in yeah. a room with, with the clothes. And he doesn't really do anything that's like Yeah, she's also terrible. in love with her own fantasy. Yeah, much, she's fantasizing Much, much about like it. he doesn't go into it. We don't see him put Psyche on a pedestal, but he also is like in love with her and thinks that she's his muse when she's he never talks to pedestal. her. She's absolutely yeah. on a pe- pedestal. She's going to disappoint him. So maybe that's somehow. where the rotoscoping comes from. It's like you think you're seeing real people, but you're mm-hmm. not. You're simply seeing a sketch of them. Did I make it work? Yes. Mm, yes. And then at what point? And at this point, so so this is when he starts coming home late because he's hanging out with her every day after school because she's making him and the mom is like mad at him and the dad is like not on his side. It's kind of like good cop, bad cop. He says something like, I have a feeling Nakamura feels the same way about life as I do, but I'm not a sicko. So. Yes, you are. So in a way he relates to her. Um. 
oh right he's not a sicko my feelings are pure uh you know psyche whatever whatever she's my muse my femme fatale whatever whatever um oh another girl's lunch money is missing yes a girl named mayu mayu's uh lunch money goes missing and uh one of uh kasuka's friends leans into his ear and goes hey i bet it was nakamura just because she's like the weirdo in the class and she's not there yet yeah and this is like in the morning and then one of the girls hears him say that and goes nakamura and they're like oh it probably could be her like she's such a freak i could see her doing that yeah you know i mean what? just I, to fuck with i her. could see her doing that oh okay i thought you were saying as a, as no Jackie. that no no i'm saying as them they're like oh yeah she's weird oh i could totally see her doing that and then but then because they're going on and on like they're they're looking at Kasuga, and then uh because i guess the idea was it disappeared the previous afternoon like after school i was wondering if he was going to be like i was hanging out with nakamura we were hanging out together and then either have an excuse or not i thought he was just going to defend her to be like I can't sit here and have you all just fucking, no. you know, say this about her um, or, you know, defend her because she might be like, why the fuck didn't you say anything? Uh, but then he uh, Nakamura does show up. They ask her about it. And I think she's like, shut up, leave me alone. Uh, and then they continue to press her and Kasuga jumps up and goes, hey, Nakamura might be weird, but she, you know, that doesn't mean you have any evidence yeah. that she did this, which was like, uh, you know. It was a well-reasoned response uh, at high volume, which was mm -hmm. probably not a great choice. And then the girl who was like excited about this theory uh, is like, why are you defending her? Oh, do you have a crush on her? Yeah, and everyone's like, ha ha, you have a crush on her. Yeah. But he's uh, <laughs> like, no. Which just means that now he has to hide the fact that he hangs out with Nakamura every day. He's been having to hide that, though. He's been hiding it. But now he has, like, a serious, like, even more serious reason to hide it. Because now they're going to watch every interaction in, like, class with, with the two of them. Which they do, actually. Yeah. When he comes in the next day, they're like, aren't you going to say hi to Nakamura? Yeah. And he's just like, mm, he should just transfer. You know what? That's what he should do. He yeah. should change schools. Get out of there. Yeah. And burn the clothes. And then even if she's like, he stole the clothes or whatever, then they could call him and he'd be like, nope, didn't happen. And I'm changing schools. I don't know what she's talking about. Remember how crazy she is? She called you a shithead. And then, you know, he doesn't even talk to his friends that much. He should just tell his parents to transfer him. Yeah. He should just we date her. Him. Or that. <laughs> they should have freaky, weird sex in other people's clothes. Well, but wait, they're like, when, they're he, when she was Never like. Mind. So later he like shows up late, which we will talk about, I'm sure, to like their appointment at the library. And she's just like standing in the alleyway counting crows. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it's just like, what a what a catch. <laughs> <laughs> what a nutzo. I've been thinking about like where I'm like, there are so many points in this where he could have just been a bad person and it would have but not not in a bad way. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like he could have lied and and. He could have, he could like just get rid of the clothes and tell Nakamura to fuck off. And if she tries to say anything, then just turn everyone against her because it's going to be so easy to just be like, yeah, she's yeah. the fucking weird one. She's obsessed with me. It'd be so easy to do that. And she deserves it because she's trying to blackmail you. Or like now when, um, when she, when everybody is accusing her of stealing the money and she walks into the class and he's thinking in his head, he's like, she was with me yesterday. I thought, he was going to, I thought he was like shit I don't want like when they question her if she has an oh, alibi yeah, that too I was you know I thought that he was like I don't want her to expose that we were we've been hanging out together you know because that's her alibi so 
but like hit like he probably like if she said that she was with him he probably would have admitted it which i think or he'd go uh, uh," and then no what he should do is deny it and be like no maybe she did steal the lunch money because i didn't see her i don't hang out with her yeah i don't know her the thing is like he i think thinks of himself as like this chivalrous little you know what i mean like he He, thinks he's a little person He thinks he's a good person. He's like, and so he's not even though like he's basically letting her take advantage of him because he can't do anything to get himself out of the situation. He's not doing anything to get himself out of the situation. Which is like the whole, yeah, the whole thing with this is just like, he's just like a prisoner. He's indecisive. Just like other people's wills. He could do something, but he's indecisive. You know, like he wanted to apologize to her and he didn't, you know. What he could, the things he could do are like pretty big tasks. You know, you either have to own up to this gross thing that you know is not going to look good no matter how you spin it. Mm-hmm. And then past that, it's like now he would have to lie and black or blackmail or just completely like own this lie that like Nakamura is the freak. She stole stuff. I don't hang out with her. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, yeah. like it's it's a lot to do. It's not so simple. So I can see why he would fall prey to just being like, if I just ignore it, if I just do the minimum amount, it'll be fine. Right. Like whatever. I guess he doesn't want to cause he doesn't want to he doesn't want drama to happen, so he's trying to delay well, it. It's not about that. It's not about a sensible want. I think it's just scary. Mm. It's scary to tell people like I am a pervert, I slay your clothes, or hey, this girl's a liar and a freak. And, and I think he's also indecisive. So like that's his like downfall. Is like he's not really he doesn't want to do anything. He's scared and so he's yeah, so he's like trapped. He like he doesn't yeah, he doesn't want to get his hands dirty, but he's already dirty. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um and yeah, at some point the teacher announces like she, he's like an update about so and so is missing clothes. I don't yeah. know how he oh he opens. Oh it. yeah, that there's been a creepy guy. He's spotted. like someone spotted somebody in their 30s with long hair in a ponytail and glasses. So like somebody very different from Kasuga, the main character. Mm-hmm. So good that 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 gets them off his scent. That would have been a perfect time for him to just tell Nakamura like, hey man, tell anybody you want. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm getting ready for clothes. Mm-hmm. I'm not a sicko like you. I don't want you to blackmail me because then if anybody's like, if she says like, I saw him take it, then he'd be like, they already saw a guy who's Mm -hmm. 30 plus and has a ponytail, you know, don't listen to Nakamura. And it's, she's got purple hair. Like every other suspect description ever, it's completely unhelpful. You know, I mean, I think the ponytail and 30s is pretty helpful. That's true. It's only a decade and a hairstyle you can easily undo. Well, okay, it's two decades because these guys are apparently in like middle school. So they're like 13, probably, maybe 14. And no, but I mean, it's uh, like a very broad range. Oh, I see. 30s to 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're going to look for some extra wrinkles. You know, it's not a student, could be a faculty member, but they probably don't have long hair. Anyway. Um, and then how this kind of escalates towards the end of our four episode venture here is um at some point psyche uh starts talking to him more right because yeah psyche uh, she's like the way that you defended nakamura i didn't know you had it in you i was impressed and uh i didn't think she did it either so psyche is like she has some respect for him yeah 
And she tells him it in a very flirty way. Like they have her yeah. like smile and stuff. It's yeah. like, I'm like, was she always it to him? This was like a huge no, turnaround. I think that made her notice him because she's like, oh, he's like standing up for a girl in the class. Like the weird girl, like you get no social points for for, yeah. st- for standing up for her. You know what I mean? Like, so the only reason why you would stand up for her is because you're a good guy. So I think that that like made her take notice of him. It's like, yeah. oh, this guy is like, he's a really good guy. He's decent. But it wasn't like she just was Take like, hey, notes, was gentlemen. <laughs> that's right defend the weirdo <laughs> but she she's she's not like hey that was nice of you she's like she looks like she's like in love with him when she yeah. tells him this and then uh later he uh, breaks down crying after she leaves He's yes crying. thankfully she does not turn around to see him sobbing with tears of yeah. joy i guess yeah um and then he's so obsessed pathetic. with her <laughs> yeah and then later she's like carrying stuff and he's planning on what to do i think he's thinking he has to go over to see Nakamura where she's counting well, crows. Well, bef- well, before that, um, he has to go meet up with Nakamura like that same day. So he meets up with her and she's like, why are you grinning? Like, what, what, what's, what's, what happened? Like, you have to tell me. And then she makes him, she's like, look me in the eyes. You have to tell me, you know, if anything, like, you have to tell me everything. And he's like, he, he doesn't tell her anything. Um, and she Nothing. Like, I was thinking of a cute cat. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, I get it. You're, I don't know, some other perverted thing she invented happened. And then he comes home. He's uh, His mom is again mad at him for being late. He writes a poem about Psyche. Oh, when she's mad at him, by the way, his mom, he is, is this where he's on cloud nine and he just doesn't yeah. give a shit? Yeah. And he's like, I'm yeah, so he goes, sorry. sorry. <laughs> he like sings a song because he can't stop smiling. She's like, what are you smiling about? And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he just like dances up the stairs. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Anyway, he writes a poem about Psyche in his in his room. Psyche. He writes a poem about it. He. I hope his poem ends with like, "I definitely do not jerk off with your gym clothes." He puts it inside <laughs> the the box with the clothes, and then he tapes it all up. And he's like, "I promise, I'm never going to take out the clothes again." Which. Uh, it's so weird. And then he leaves it on his bookshelf in plain sight. Mark, you pointed yeah. this out. Like, well, he does. I said that before he put books in front of it. But yeah, he okay. takes it in the most conspicuous way possible. Yeah. Where you're like, this is from Ted Kaczynski, the yeah. Unabomber or something. Because he tapes yeah. it like 20 times. And then it's just like, yeah, the only fucking cardboard box in my room is just <laughs> right over here. Don't look inside. He might as well have had like not girl gym clothes like stamped on the outside. Like every time he does anything, I'm like worried that he's... uh that someone's going to find it. You know what I mean? Like somebody's going to find this box with the clothes with a poem and be like, okay, so you are a psycho, you know, yeah. like you're obsessed with her. You yeah. wrote a poem about her. You took her clothes and you just like keep them in a box to like worship and smell or yeah. whatever. There, and, and and yeah, after a few steps, after a few episodes, you're like, there's nothing he can do. There's no way you can explain this to people without either psyche think, or someone misconstruing I, it. I think he actually is creepy. He just feels bad about it, but I think he is, he is a creepo. Like, I think that's who he is. Mm, that's what I think. Agreed. Well, he might be learning not to be because he... Uh, no. He, he has the opportunity to actually talk to her, which is annoying. You know what I mean? Like, this could turn into something organically and maybe he'll, like, learn something about women by mm, talking to her. Maybe. Because maybe he tries, like, an overt gesture or something that he's like, but women are supposed to love that and then finds out, like, no, you you gotta She's get to know own. them. She's her own person, you yeah. Can't, you know, just read your books and think that's women. But uh, unfortunately, it doesn't seem like he's going to get to know her in the most organic and open way possible. Uh, yeah. 
Well, I, I, I think it's I think it is weird that he is keeping her clothes still and yes. he's writing a poem and then he's putting the poem together with the clothes that he stole. Like, shouldn't aren't you isn't this the clothes that you feel guilty about? Like, I don't know. Well, maybe now he's like, this all happened for a reason. Are you going to give her the poem that you wrote or, now, or are you just going to keep you're going to give it to her clothes? Now that we're, <laughs> now that we're talking, it's not so creepy that I have her clothes. Maybe. No, it is. I don't know. Extra. It's like she's going to find out. Okay. Anyway. Um, so yeah, and then the next day he, wa- he goes to school and, um, everyone's looking at him and they're like, aren't you going to say hi to Nakamura? Um, and then Psyche is carrying boxes after class and he goes to help her. Um, and that makes him late for meeting with Nakamura. And it's there while they talk that they agree he mentions that he goes to a bookstore a lot and she's like, oh, that sounds cool. And then he's like, do you want to go to the bookstore together with me sometime? He's like, we can go on Sunday. And she kind of hesitates. And then he drops all the boxes. Yeah, she hesitates and he's kind of like, oh, don't worry about it. And as he goes like just run away, he like starts to run down the staircase without noticing. She grabs him from behind. Uh, Perfect opportunity for her to suplex him, but she doesn't take it. I understand. Uh, And while she prevents him from falling down the stairs, she's like, sure, we can go to the the we can hang out on sunday but we see that nakamura was at the bottom of that stair she's in the mm. landing we don't know how much she heard but she then like runs away and then he, they meet up together after school no they, they he, he just goes back home and uh oh then the night stuff happens and then she starts throwing rocks at his window right he's, he's there like, happy that he has a date with with psyche yeah and then well he's not he's actually he's looking at his books like maybe maybe like because because he's like oh shit nakamura like oh, knows yeah. that i was lying to her you know what do i do he's like looking like maybe I, i'll just read some books and they'll have the answers because he like doesn't he just doesn't yeah, he's like to i gotta do. bury myself in a book um and so she 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 makes him go out with her um so he sneaks out of his house i guess um and they go for a walk and she's like aren't you going on a date with psyche yeah, she's just like, uh, I know. And she's like, way to go. Congrats. Are you nervous? Are you excited? But you know that she is not happy for him. <laughs> well, I don't know, actually, because I mean, yeah, she might not be happy for him. That's true. No, but I think she might be happy. She's happy about the opportunity yeah. she's going to make him do. Um, Because then she's like, and then she's like, when and where are you meeting? And I'm like, don't tell her where you're meeting. You said out loud. Don't tell her. Yeah, don't tell her. Um, and he says like 10 tomorrow in front of the school. And she's like, okay, at nine 30, meet me, me yeah, beforehand and bring the clothes. Yeah. Just a nightmare scenario. If you were going to go on a date with like the coolest, prettiest girl in class and you accidentally stole her clothes at no point in no way, should you bring, bring the, the clothes evidence? that no. you fucking stole from this Don't girl? Don't bring the evidence. No. You're just having a great day in the middle I of the say, date. Ha ha ha. By the way, I would say, oh no, I burned them. I like I got rid of them. I don't have them anymore. And yeah. that's it. Sorry. Can't do whatever weird thing you want me to do. Right. Because now rid of them. like you've earned this girl's trust to a degree. You're going to go to the bookstore and then, you know what? This weirdo is going to pop out and be like, he actually stole the clothes. You know, yeah. I mean, maybe she took a photo or something. We don't know. You know, mm-hmm. she could have she could have dropped that hint. That would have been interesting wrinkle if she was like, I took a picture of you, actually. Mm-hmm. But then he'd have to get evidence. He'd have to see that himself. So I don't know. Um but, oh, well, well, sorry. So she says you have to bring the clothes and he says, I refuse. And then she slaps him and she's like, if you don't bring it, if you don't bring the clothes, you're going to regret it for the rest of your life. Um, she's like, because I'm going to I'm going to tell everyone you're going to it's going to be really bad for you. And so this dumbass uh, shows up early and brings the clothes. <laughs> he does what she asks. Stupid idiot. 
no, there's no way, there's no way you could get me to do that. You know, bring the the incriminating thing. Like, like I don't know. That's so scary. Um, so she she she's like, okay, great. Like, come. So she makes him go into the girls' restroom. She just wants to humiliate this kid. She just gets off on like humili- hum- humiliating him. She makes him go to the into the girls' restroom. She locks him into the stall. Um, and she's like, oh, did you bring them? And he did. And so he shows them to her and she's like, put them under your clothes. Yeah, put them, well, put them on under your clothes. Yeah, put them on. Not like shove it under your shirt to take it with no, you, but like she, wear it wear, as an undershirt. Wear them. And he's like, uh, you're, you're mad at me, aren't you? You're angry at me. Please just let me go on a normal date. Yeah, I this just, was like very relatable. Like yeah. it's realistic, but it is also very sad to watch. Like, are you are you just angry with me? Like, are you know, maybe, did, like, do you like me? I'm sorry. Like, I like Psyche. You know, please just let me go on a normal date. And she's like, I don't know. She's like, are you like? She's like, no. I think you're disgusting. She's like, I just want to see a real sicko like you getting off on wearing her clothes and da 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 and like. And, she, and whatever and so she's like i'll expose you if you don't wear the clothes and then and then yeah we see him. and then he fucking does it well he wears the clothes he does it he puts on the clothes and then we see him walking away <laughs> with psyche to go on their date and then we notice that nakamura is watching and my greatest fear here maybe this is obvious is that at some point in the date i can't believe he did it at some point in the date she nakamura is gonna leap out she's gonna have followed them and expose him Mm-hmm. And then if he tries that's, to deny it, that's what you think is going to happen. Or psyche is well, this is what I think could happen. Okay, is that like the threat of which will be made explicit is like that she's going to be like he did this. He's a pervert. If either of them don't believe it or don't admit to it, then she's just going to rip his shirt open and show yeah. like, look, he's fucking wearing your clothes. Yeah, what a sicko. He wore your clothes and went on a date with you. Yeah, what a disgusting freak. Disgusting. I don't know how I knew that, but uh, yeah. that's where we are. We are. That's the end of episode four. I think Akunohana. I think first fucking chance he gets, he needs to go to the bathroom and take them off and get rid of them. Yeah. That's what he has to do. He's not going to because he's a dumbass. But yeah, he needs to. He should have gotten rid of them way before because like this evidence can't be hanging around. But now he's wearing it. So it's like you can't you can't even make up an excuse for like why you have it. You know what I mean? It's, It's like it's one thing if like if like Nakamura like shows up and is like i got the clothes he had it you know he could just like he could still deny that right but if you're wearing it if you're wearing it like how are you wearing it and going out you know what i mean like you can't deny it you can't deny it at at that point yeah you know and i feel like it would be a natural i hope he, he maybe does try to take them off or something because like if he's wearing them and they are too small for him and he's walking a little weird when he sees psyche yeah. I feel like it'd be on your mind. Well, it would be on your mind for a few reasons, but I feel like you would want to take them off. Yeah. Because you're going to be like, yeah, this is so awkward. Uh, he probably can't pee in them, right? Because yeah. men, men have a little hole. Because they probably don't their... have a little dick flap. Yeah they, yeah, they don't have a dick flap. Men have a little hole to. Yeah, they're called the... Uh, so the dick first, holes. The first chance that he, for him to go to the bathroom, <laughs> he's going he's gonna to want to, he's going to have to take the whole thing off anyway. Yeah. At least the shorts. He can keep the top on if he wants. <laughs> I don't think he should keep the top he on want, either. Maybe he wants to, you no, know. I think he should take them off and store them behind the toilet tank like Godfather. What if um what if Nakamura is actually turning him into a sicko? Like what mm-hmm. if by doing all this he ends up like he finds out that he does like it, you know? Uh and then he kind of gives up on the whole like 
being a nice chivalrous boy and he just gives into it and he's like, you know what? This is who I am. I'm a, I'm a sub and you're a dom and that's it. That's mm-hmm. the relationship. Mm-hmm. And she's like, don't touch me. But mm-hmm. you have to now uh, get in that pig pen with the pigs and oink. Mm-hmm. You have to do it in front of me. Yeah, so it's there's a lot in the air right now. Uh, I'm very scared for this boy. Yeah, I wonder how this is going to end because I feel like this show is like but sort I, of... I also think he's a dumbass and he maybe is going to get what he deserves here. I, I'm Maybe I shouldn't care about him anymore. I think the show's tone <laughs> suggests to me that it's totally possible that it does let him get exposed. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not under the impression that like this show is going to end with everything wrapping up nicely. It seems like things keep getting worse. Yes. But this is really bad. Him wearing her clothes. That's really bad. Yeah. But in like a work of fiction, you could see something happen where a happy resolution occurs where nobody knows that he's a pervert mm-hmm. or he and Psyche get close enough in a real way that he's able to just tell her like in a weird sort of uh, she's all that kind of manner. You can't tell her. I you can never tell her. What if you dated for three years? What if that? You can never tell her. You still could never tell her. You can never tell her. You can be you can be you married. Can you can have her. children. Jackie, I have a confession to make. Mark. I you can never tell her. Stole your clothes. Maybe, um, maybe like on your deathbed you can tell her. Well, you could say anything on your deathbed. <laughs> yes. You could do anything. We all want a deathbed. We all want a deathbed. We all want that opportunity. Most of us aren't gonna get it. <laughs> We're just going to wake up and be like, just I'm like dead. That, that final fuck you to just be like, and you can't even answer for it because I'm dead. Yeah. You can't even talk about it. I want to see it. what jokes or funny things that happen in my life I'll remember on my deathbed. Because there are things I've like laughed so hard at that I've told people like, I'm going to remember this until the day I die. Mm. And I wonder how many of those things will actually be there. You I'm know? sure I've already forgotten those things. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I can't pull any right now. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, is there anything else we have left to say about uh, Akunohana for right now? Oh, I was also thinking that if Kasuka tries to broach the topic now, or if Nakamura goes to expose him and he's like, even if he's like a full-throated denial, like, no, I didn't do that. Because Sayaki met the two of them at the library, you know, and she mm-hmm. shoved him, and then there's this weird thing where it's like, oh, do you have a crush on her? Mm-hmm. I wonder if Psyche's going to think the two of them are just weirdo perverts that are like mm-hmm. fucking with her. Yeah. Um. And my last note, by the way, was kids are mean. Mm. Uh, because yeah, they you sure really are. see you really see the awfulness in in uh, all the different kids in this show. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it's it's interesting. It's very well done. Um. At least writing wise, the rotoscoping is sort of you know a little like bit a little bit unclear to me, but it is a a refreshing. I like it. It's a yeah. diff- Wait, it's a different it. thing. What's up? I guess I did you solved it already. Yeah. I was gonna have us read some of these reviews, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read one of them, I guess, because the rest of them are all just people being Wait, like. Wait, Miles, do you have any thoughts about this show? Me? Yeah, you. Mm-hmm. I think I'm reserving judgment for now, but I like how character driven and tense it is. I like the art. Me um, too. I also just love Kamakumura. I think she's such a scary Nakamura person. Yeah, Nakamura. Yes. Yeah, she's uh, she's a good character. Um, this is a, a post on the like episode one reactions thread from April of 2013. Um, someone who had already made one or two angry posts about the way the show looked because apparently they did teaser trailers, but they didn't show any of the characters, which mm. I thought was also strange for this studio to do that. I guess they didn't want negative reactions right off the bat. Uh, someone said, well, I heard many Western viewers of anime 
say they don't care about character design, and in fact, hate the unrealistic, often moe art style, and lament why Japanese anime can't have more realistic character design. Now your wish is granted. The wonder and glory of rotoscope animation, courtesy of the demanding director Nagahama Hiroshi. Which, uh... Boy, just blow it out your ass, friend. I don't know what the mm-hmm. fuck you're talking like that for, but uh, yeah, yeah there's relax. also people being like, uh, yeah, I dropped this. The art is too different in the anime than it is in the manga. Uh, why did they do this? That was scary. I'm deleting this. Uh, yeah. I, you know, is it, you know, is this not Fucking a cool Philistines? Yeah, people just very like, how could you even do do this like what the <laughs> fuck did you do that for kind of um but it's not bad and it just just takes a second to get used to it and then you just get engrossed in the story so that's what we recommend you do all right that's gonna do it for us this week thank you for listening to jojo's bizarre podcast we are at jjb pod on twitter we also have a twitch where we are also jjb pod but if you want to email us, you can write to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. And of course, if you want to give us money, that's patreon.com slash JJBpod. Next week, we will be watching Kaguya-sama Love is War. And we'll talk to you then. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Kidoku kaze ni obie